The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. A baby walrus, the first of its kind to successfully be bred and survive in China, has made its debut at an ocean-themed park in Zhuhai in South China's Guangdong province. The walrus calf, which was born at the Long Ocean Kingdom on June the 1st, successfully drank its first drop of mother's milk four hours after birth. Baby walruses feed at irregular frequencies, typically around 15 to 25 times per day. Currently, the newborn walrus is in good health and has started to independently feed and learn to swim under the mother's guidance. The average age of walruses at the Long Ocean Kingdom is 10 years old, which is the age of sexual maturity. According to the Ocean Park's conservation team, there is very little experience to draw upon for walrus reproduction, both domestically and internationally. Also, it is difficult to accurately determine the entire gestation period of walruses, as their thick layer of fat and skin makes it impossible to use ultrasound to accurately calculate the date of birth for walrus mothers. You're listening to Special English. Once almost the exclusive domain of young consumers, China's Double Eleven shopping spree is now expanding its reach to include senior citizens. Recognizing the growing purchasing power of the senior demographic in the country, China's e-commerce platforms are actively catering to their needs and preferences. The shift is evident in the increasing number of products and services specifically designed for senior consumers. Available sales data shows a huge increase in senior consumption. In the first 10 minutes after JD.com started its campaign, the transaction volume of the electric wheelchair category surged tenfold compared to the same period last year, while the hearing aid category rose fivefold. And on Taobao, Alibaba's e-commerce platform, the transaction volume of elderly products was 2.6 times more than last year. This year, JD.com, one of China's largest e-commerce platforms, launched a campaign featuring age-friendly products, such as accessible smart toilets and palm recognition smart doorbells. 
The platform also launched its Double Eleven campaign on October the 23rd, which marks the traditional Chinese Senior Citizens Festival. Age Club, an industrial platform focusing on business information in the elderly industry for JD.com, noticed that campaigns targeting seniors on online shopping platforms are becoming more systematic and the products more diverse. Chen Weiner with Age Club said that in the past, the elderly population was smaller and may not have many options to choose from e-commerce platforms. The Double Eleven Shopping Festival is among the world's largest annual online shopping events, and over the years it has grown to become a reliable indicator of consumer spending trends and a crucial driver of economic growth in China. Originating as a niche online shopping event for single people on November the 11th, Double Eleven has now evolved into a multi-week shopping phenomenon, which serves as a platform for product launches, brand collaborations, and innovative marketing campaigns. Amid a surge in competition, top e-commerce platforms are now expanding their focus to include China's elderly, who are rapidly embracing online shopping. According to data from Quest Mobile, a database platform focusing on China's mobile internet market, in September this year, 40% of the new users on JD.com were aged over 50, a significant increase from last year. And data from KWAR, one of China's social media management platforms, shows that the average time spent online by this demographic has increased by 8.6%, four times the growth rate of any other age group. This year, Taobao launched an AI shopping assistant specifically designed for the elderly. The tool allows seniors to easily compare prices and select the best-selling products within a category by simply speaking to an AI assistant. This is Special English. 10 Fun Scientific Studies have won this year's Pineapple Science Award in Wenzhou in East China's Zhejiang province. Presented by the Zhejiang Science and Technology Museum, the award recognizes imaginative research that aims to arouse public enthusiasm for science among the younger generation. The award is given to findings in fields such as psychology, physics and mathematics. This year's medical award went to Sun Qi, 
a postdoctoral fellow at New York University's Grossman School of Medicine, and her team, who spent two years completing a hair-plucking experiment to reveal the mechanism of hair whitening. By using live cell imaging to record the process of hair follicle cell changes in detail, Sun and her team found that when hair grows, the melanin-producing stem cells in the hair follicles undergo a set of changes, including position shifts. However, some stem cells fail to move to the correct position, resulting in insufficient melanin production, and then white hair. And the science event award went to the Chinese scientists respond to science with science activity, which involved more than 100 teachers and students across China. In 2019, the journal Science published a study in behavioral economics where wallets containing email information were intentionally lost in public places to measure civic trustworthiness through the email response rate. The results positioned China at the bottom of the so-called trustworthiness ranking. Chinese researchers widely contested this conclusion, arguing that the experimental design had significant flaws. In response, they organized a grassroots initiative involving over 100 students and faculty from 15 universities to replicate the experiment. The findings revealed that a significant proportion of Chinese individuals, through means other than email, contacted the owner and returned the wallet with an actual return rate close to 80%. Ten seemingly trivial findings or inventions, such as insects also love to play, and voice spoken against the wind propagates better, to name a few, won this year's Pineapple Science Award. Su Ji Len, an academician, of the Chinese Academy of Sciences, said that the Pineapple Science Award is a good attempt to educate the public about science and stimulate the curiosity and imagination of young people. First held in 2012 to honor imaginative research, the Pineapple Science Award has been a night section of the World Young Scientists Summit since 2019, which collects, honors, and disseminates imaginative research results and events. You're listening to Special English. You've been listening to programs from CGTN Radio. CGTN Radio. We invite you to visit us online for more audio, pictures and in-depth reports. At radio.cgtn.com, 
You can access a wide range of programs and find your favorite news, talk, features, entertainment shows, and podcasts. Hear the difference with CTTN Radio. This is Special English. Chinese scientists have developed a new numerical model to simulate the atmospheric environment of Mars, offering research support for China's sample return mission to the Red Planet. The study was recently published in the journal Chinese Science Bulletin and reported. That the China National Space Administration plans to implement the Tianwen three mission to bring Martian samples back to Earth in around 2028. To provide information on the meteorological conditions for spacecraft landing, scientists at the Institute of Atmospheric Physics under the Chinese Academy of Sciences. Have designed and built GoMars, a global open planetary atmospheric model for Mars. The model is used to replicate three critical cycles of the Martian atmosphere, namely dust, water, and carbon dioxide. And the model has been validated based on the observations of China's Mars rover. Jurong and NASA's Viking One and two landers, as well as the Open Mars Reanalysis Dataset, a global record of Martian weather. The results of the study show that the GoMars model successfully reproduced the unique characteristics of surface pressure on Mars. As recorded by the Jurong rover and the two Viking landers, furthermore, the model has good simulation performance for the surface temperature, zonal wind, polar ice, and dust. With the rising complexity of Mars exploration, the demand for Martian weather forecasts is growing. The research team said it would further study weather processes such as dust storms on the planet to offer possible support for future Mars missions, manned Mars landings, and resource development of the planet. Launched on July the twenty-third, twenty twenty, China's Tianwen One arrived on Mars in February. 2021, the Jurong rover drove down from its landing platform to the Martian surface on May the 22nd, 2021. Lead researcher Wang Bin said that compared with the Tianwen One mission, the Tianwen Three will carry out tasks of landing, sampling, and returning. Requiring detailed information about Martian atmospheric conditions. In 2022, the U.S. Insight and China's Jurong rovers were shut down due to strong dust and pebbles 
caught in a sandstorm, damaged a wind sensor on the US Perseverance rover. Since the 1960s, many countries have been committed to the development of Martian atmospheric models. Wang said that the dust cycle on Mars is as important as the water cycle on Earth, stressing that dust weather has a significant impact on Mars probes. On May the 18th last year, Jurong switched to dormant mode after having travelled around 1,900 metres on the Martian surface. According to experts, the cause behind Jurong's dormancy was unclear, but satellite photos showed that its solar panels were covered by dust. Wang said that GoMars can be used to simulate the dust activity before and after the rover's dormancy, which can provide atmospheric environment data to analyse the possible causes of the dormancy. Far more than analysing dust weather, the model can function as a virtual Mars. Since observation data on Mars is much rarer than on Earth, scientists sometimes need simulation data to learn about the remote planet and then help them select appropriate landing areas and design rovers. Wang noted that GoMars can simulate the temperatures of the landing zone and scientists can use this data to design materials that are suitable for building Mars rovers to cope with extreme cold. This is Special English. A collection of ancient stoneware has been unearthed from the Longgupo site in southwest China's Chongqing municipality. The Longgupo site is located in Wushan County, covering an area of about 1,300 square metres. The site is believed to be 2 million to 2.5 million years old and is one of the earliest ancient human sites in Eurasia. The fifth phase of archaeological excavation work on the site has recently been completed. According to the Chongqing China Three Gorges Museum, a considerable number of stoneware items have been unearthed, revealing valuable information such as relic strata and three-dimensional coordinates. This discovery has laid a foundation for the further exploration of artefacts with distinct manual traces. During this excavation, scientific and technological methods such as three-dimensional digital scanning modelling were used, and some innovations in excavation concepts, methods and technologies were also introduced during the process. 
an official of the Chongqing China Three Gorges Museum, said that this is the most comprehensive and multidisciplinary excavation involving modern scientific and technological means since the first excavation of the Longgu Poor site in 1985. This excavation is expected to yield valuable scientific data for the future protection and utilization of the site, as well as insights into the evolution of the surrounding environment and the origin and evolution of human beings. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. Once almost the exclusive domain of young consumers, China's Double Eleven shopping spree is now expanding its reach to include senior citizens. Recognizing the growing purchasing power of the senior demographic in the country, China's e-commerce platforms are actively catering to their needs and preferences. The shift is evident in the increasing number of products and services specifically designed for senior consumers. Available sales data shows a huge increase in senior consumption. In the first ten minutes after JD.com started its campaign, the transaction volume of the electric wheelchair category surged tenfold compared to the same period last year, while the hearing aid category rose fivefold. And on Taobao, Alibaba's e-commerce platform, the transaction volume of elderly products was 2.6 times more than last year. This year, JD.com, one of China's largest e-commerce platforms, launched a campaign featuring age-friendly products such as accessible smart toilets and palm recognition smart doorbells. The platform also launched its Double Eleven campaign on October the 23rd, which marks the traditional Chinese senior citizens' festival. Age Club, an industrial platform focusing on business information in the elderly industry for JD.com, noticed that campaigns targeting seniors on online shopping platforms are becoming more systematic and the products more diverse. Chen Weiner with Age Club said that in the past the elderly population was smaller and may not have had many options to choose from e-commerce platforms. The Double Eleven Shopping Festival is among the world's largest annual online shopping events. And over the years, it has grown to become a reliable indicator of consumer spending trends and a crucial driver of economic growth in China. Originating as a niche online shopping event for single people on November the 11th, Double Eleven has now evolved into a multi-week shopping phenomenon, which serves as a platform for product launches, brand collaborations, and innovative marketing campaigns. Amid a surge in competition. Top e-commerce platforms are now expanding their focus to include China's elderly, who are rapidly embracing online shopping. According to data from Quest Mobile, a database platform focusing on China's mobile internet market, in September this year, 40% of the new users on JD.com were aged over 50, a significant increase from last year. And data from Kawar. 
one of China's social media management platforms, shows that the average time spent online by this demographic has increased by 8.6%, four times the growth rate of any other age group. This year, Taobao launched an AI shopping assistant specifically designed for the elderly. The tool allows seniors to easily compare prices and select the best-selling products within a category by simply speaking to an AI assistant. That is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.